I'm not gonna lie, his his documentary kind of like sparked like a different like energy in me. Yeah. Like it was a good and a bad thing for me because it's like, damn, like I think I'm I think it's time for me to be a little more outspoken, you know, with this gift. Um, but then it's also like, damn, like that's gonna piss some people off because just me believing in myself, people think I'm cocky. Ain't had too many options, we just did what we could You know we came from the bottom, always knew that we would Every day we keep grinding, I won't ever stop trying Until my mama stop crying, I'll make sure that we good Welcome back to another episode of Inspired by You podcast. Today I'm joined by musician, photographer, and the creative mind behind Dream Story Films, Trey Marquise. Um, so Dream Story Films prides itself on being able to bring stories to life. So with that being said, what's your story? Like, when did you get your first camera? Like, how'd you get started in this field? Well, first off, thank you for having me. Um, so to answer your question, I would say... People don't know, but like back in 2014, I bought my first camera. Um, I shot for like maybe a summer um, and then I just gave it up. Um, and then I think I picked back, I think I picked it back up October, 2020. Um, that's when I quit my job. Um, and I've been doing it since. Um, so I started with like a, a, I think it was like a Sony something, but like it was trash, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it was like I still was able to get like good images out of it. Um, but I knew that I was going to be directing because um, we were working on a kind of like a short YouTube series, uh, 2020 uh, summer. And my boy, Jimmy Ball, he just up and left, moved to, to uh, Atlanta. So I'm like, dang, I'm gonna have to do it myself. And like, you know, really didn't have the education, you know what I'm saying, the knowledge, the experience. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of how I got started and where I am now, so. Okay, and what, I guess what happened between 2014 and 2020 that made you like okay. kind of stop and then pick it back up again? Like um, A lot of trials, a lot of tribulations, um, a lot of failures that became lessons. Um, it, was, it was crazy. Um, last year I got like, I had like $10,000 worth of gear stolen from me. Um, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Um, I was I was fortunate enough to like people donated like maybe half of that back, um, so shout out to them. Um, but at the same time, it's like you know those trials were, you know, getting gigs that I wasn't necessarily trained for. I could do the work, but on the business side, I, I wasn't you know managing myself well. Um, so going through that, you know, even on an artistry level, you know, just wanting to get better every day. Um, I told myself in 2021 when I got a, a newer camera, I was like, I need to touch this camera like 30 minutes a day, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, it's like, you know, just sticking to it, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's really it. No, definitely. What, um, I've been starting to ask more people this just cause I'm curious like how it like plays into what they end up being now. Like, what'd you want to be when you were a kid? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wanted to be a writer. Um, in fourth grade, I was at Jefferson and uh, I remember just like writing notes to everybody, like even my homies, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and just trying to be like, you know, like artistic and try to make it rhyme or, you know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, I've always been in like, you know, I wanted to like write books, you know, like magazines, like just writing period, just storytelling basically. So. Interesting. I think too, like people who end up being like in some sort of like creative career, like 
videography or marketing and things like that, we're always like super creative when yeah. we were kids. Yeah, yeah, like, facts. Most definitely. You, we see the world differently. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I do feel like there's a creative piece in like everybody though. Like I definitely feel like everybody could be like a creative person or like a creator as well. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, you said you wanted to be a writer. Well, like last month you were able to like premiere a film that you wrote, directed and produced, Coffee and Cream. Um, it premiered with the sold out show and it has, you know, over 500 views on YouTube within like the first week. How does that, I guess, feel to see like, you know, I guess young you now is able to like, you know, be like, dang, like, yeah, this is what I wanted to do. Like, so the one thing I've been like telling people is like, God will leave clues, you know, throughout your life. Um, one of them was like, every time I would try to like quit being a creative, you know what I'm saying? Like. I would go through something and like it would draw me back to it because I would want to write, I would want to, you know, create music, you know, do photography, you know, something like that. Um, but man, I don't know. Like I said, you know, like it just, it, he leaves clues, you know what I'm saying? Just to answer that first part. What, I guess, was there anything that inspired you to start like making films specifically? Or like, I mean, it was a short film, but like, is there anything that like kind of was pivotal in that like hmm. switch because did you start on photography no i started with uh, oh yeah, yeah photography yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> and then like you know like that's obviously like photography has its own like i don't know like its own style too yeah. is that's a lot different than videography and so like what made you i guess switch from that to short films or films and just kind of telling people helping people tell their story oh uh, so i started with photography because it was like a i could probably make some money off this real quick yeah. <laughs> um i really wanted to do video though you know what i'm saying so but like photography helped me with like just framing up you know what i'm saying composition you know um stuff like that um but i would say like the difference between the two for me personally is like you know, photography, like it's a still image, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, what what story are you telling with that? Um, but what, what was that other part of that question? Because I really got an answer for this for real. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I think I came up with that one off the top of my head. Dang, <laughs> my bad, my bad. Um, I guess what, like, was there any like pivotal moment there that kind of yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. So the pivotal moment was when I got hired or they asked me to like come shoot for the school system. And I was like, ooh, wait, I don't, yeah. I don't think I'm ready for that. You know what I'm saying? So that's what kind of just made me just jump in the deep end with that. Okay. That's, I mean, that's, hey, that's a big deal. No, yeah, like, for sure. <laughs> man. Um, so storytelling, with that being said, storytelling is a gift that not everybody can do. Um, what is the importance of like that skill set for any brand? Oof. So... Ooh, you got to be able to um, be obsessed with like getting to know people um, because like I, me and you might have a conversation long enough to where you might like I might how my brain work. I can like come up with a character based off like, you know, like what people yeah. are telling me um, and just hearing your story and just creating a story like within that. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's it. <laughs> nah, I felt that though. Cause like as a, you know, in podcasting, especially like when I'm interviewing people, like I'm sort of trying to put the pieces together to help them like tell their story. So no, I yeah. definitely felt that. Um, you, so you've been a strong advocate for men's mental health. Like um, how do you think that we create a shift and open up the conversation more so men feel comfortable talking about their mental health? Good question. Um, I think that one, 
us as men, we have to learn how to be honest with ourselves before we can go talk to somebody else about it or even have a, a, a safe space for that. You know what I'm saying? Um, because I know myself, like, I had to create my, my safe space with the, with, the, with the friend group that I have. Um, and we all just so open about everything, you know what I'm saying? Vulnerable, you know, just everything. Um, but, man, like I said, I think it starts with self before we can even get to that. You know what I'm saying? No, definitely. Um, how do you, I guess, besides like, you know, within your friend group, how do you prioritize your own mental health while working? Because, you know, videography and photography and filmmaking is a very <laughs> demanding uh, career. Yeah. Um, but while also, you know, maintaining personal responsibilities like being a dad. To be honest, um, I'm still learning. Um, it's days where like, like really the last like two, three months, I've been on like two, three hours of sleep. You know what I'm saying? I, I yeah. know most people are, you know what I'm saying? But uh, just for me, it's like, this dream don't stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter, you know, what, what gets in the way of that. So I'm still learning, just like, you know, probably everybody is. Um, and once I get it down to a science, you know what I'm saying? I'm most definitely, I'm gonna give that back. You know what I'm saying? To, I mean, really anybody. You're a man of many, many talents. You're a singer. Um, you also play piano. You can roller skate. Um, how has your journey in music um, impacted how you create overall? So when it comes to the creative side, when it comes to music, um, when it comes to like production, production, because I make my own beats as well, um, it's more of like a atmosphere, uh, like when you listen to the music. Um, but that also, how that ties into film is like, I used to like hear, you know, certain things first before I would write, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I would just be based off that. Um, but it's more of like a cinematic like score, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're watching a, a romance flick, you got the soft strings, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's really kind of how that translated, you know, within that. That probably translates well in your films too, because a lot of times, if you watch a film without like the background music or like the music playing, it'll give you a totally different emotion than, yeah. you know. And sometimes you like, don't know what you're watching. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I tell people this all the time, like imagine watching Jaws or watching something <laughs> scary and then like the Pokemon theme song come on. You know what I'm saying? Like it just don't matter. It probably make you laugh. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's yeah, like now, 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 now Jaws is a comedy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, or even like, I love true crime and like, even like the way they set the tone, like yeah. part of it is music, part of it is like the, the ambiance of it. Like, you know, it's like dark and they be like, it was a cold day yeah. when so-and-so's body was fine. Like even the yeah. voices, like, you know, like everything has to be like perfect to a yeah. T and music is also like that. Um, and so now nah, that's super cool. Yeah, cause I know like, my bad. No, you did. Um, I know like back in the day, like, you know, like they would have movies where like there would be like no like dialogue. It would just be music and you would still be able to follow the yeah. story. You know what I'm saying? So that's hard to do. You know what I'm saying? So. Man, you should make a film like that. Just no dialogue. Just like a short film with hey, just like don't. nobody talking. That'd be hard though. You're going to be the reason why I get one hour of sleep now. Like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so another thing I noticed with a lot of your like the videos that you come up with or, you know, even in the short film that you recently um, produced, like you create some like you come up with some really creative like shot selections. Um, what's your process like for finding like the most perfect shot? Oof. So me and my brother, we sit down and like, I think we did pre-production two or three months before we actually shot coffee, coffee and cream. Um, so what I did was uh, the load, the lo what people don't know is all of those locations was in one house. Mm. Um, so 
just based off budget, you know what I'm saying? We had to make this house feel like unconnected to, uh, you know, to yeah. the rest of it or disconnected, my bad. Um, you know, but we would go in, we would just frame up. There's an app on this phone that we got for filmmakers. Um, we just framed it up and I mean, I wish I had like my laptop so I could show you because it's so yeah. cold, you know what I'm saying? Like how deep we get into it. Um, but man, it's, I don't think there's a such thing as a perfect shot because it's always something that we can like try to fix. But due to time, we can't. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah. Nah, that makes sense. Well, I guess the most creative shot then. Because yeah, they yeah, be yeah. super, like, <laughs> I'd be like, what made them think to, like, like, there was one shot in the movie that are in the, like, the short film that I'm looking at. And there's, like, a, like, you can see, I feel like you can see, I can't remember exactly, but, like, I feel like you can see the person. But there's also, like, maybe, like, something that's, like, blocking the view a little bit. And I'm like, what made them choose, like, you know, to was have, at the like. End? Where I like he came remember. down, set the gun down, and then he grabbed the. I don't the remember. Like I don't mug. remember yeah. what was going on, but like <laughs> I feel like it was towards the beginning, though. Like I don't remember what shot it was, but like mm. there's just like something like blocking the view, like just a little bit, but yeah. like that's out of focus. Like I'm just like, yeah. how did like you know all these small details like yeah. come together? It's like I don't know. That's just like super cool to me, but maybe that's just because I'm a creative too. So yeah. like you know like storytelling is hard. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Um, so you've had quite the successful career since um, launching your brand, Dream Story Films, in 2020. Is there anything that you would have done differently or any lessons that you've learned that you wish you had known earlier? Oof. Um, I really wish I knew, like, how devoted I have to be, you know, like, how in something I have to be. Because if I don't marry a project, like, I won't be able to, like, be my, like, put my all into this. Um, so I wish I would have knew that going in. Um, Cause I have invested my 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 true self into like somebody else's project, and then they not doing the same thing. Um, yeah. So that kind of hurts, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but I don't know. It's it's so much that I can say as far as like what I wish I would have known coming into this. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But is there anything I guess that you would change, or you just feel like honestly now that you know like no, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like that would take away from where I am now. Yeah, you no, know what definitely. I'm saying. And that's I mean I feel like that's a part of like the game and a part yeah. of the process is you just you learn stuff on your way and yeah. you take that piece and you use it for yep. next time and like yep. no definitely. Um, do you have any tips for aspiring photographers or videographers or filmmakers on building their portfolio and getting noticed in the industry? Um, so my first, my first tip would be, would be just start, you know what I'm saying? I know some of us try to wait till we got the, the, the perfect camera or the best camera or the best, you know, any type of equipment, you know what I'm saying? Um, but it's like, just start. Um, the second one is like, you have to be consistent with like posting, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really do photography anymore or video, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, I post most of like my behind the scenes, like, cause I'm, I'm directing, you know, now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you gotta you gotta be consistent with posting your work. There's a strategic way on how to post, you know what I'm saying as well. Um, I think I'm on my third one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, number three would just be um, just practice every day. Like wake up and just be obsessed with this. You know what I'm saying? To where like people think that you got a problem. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, definitely. One percent um, better every day. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because like me, me and my homies, we got our own language now. You know what I'm saying? And we kind of breaking the rules because COVID kind of taught us that we don't need like a big Hollywood production no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, yeah, that's that's really it. Yeah, I think the most important one, too, that you said is like just start. Yeah. Because like really even like being consistent, that comes from just starting. Like, you yeah. know, and then like getting one percent better every day. Like that comes from literally just like starting. Yeah. And, 
I feel like, um, even like me, like when I wanted to start this podcast, like I feel like I planned for way too long. Like, you know, like why am I not yeah. just doing it? Like, and then, you know, I started out with like one camera. Like, you know, like me and Kristen started out with like just two cameras and stuff. And then like, it was like, all right, we gonna, you know, just evolve and like keep yeah. going with this. And so like, that's how you gotta do it. And I mean, even with most things that people do, like it takes a certain amount of like videos to put out or like even in podcasting, like it takes, they say on average, like a hundred episodes before you really get like your first brand wow. deal or like, you know, like, and even YouTube videos, like yeah. I think it's like 35 videos before you even, most people even reach like 500 to a thousand subscribers. Like, you know, but like, if you don't post that first yeah. video, like yeah. you ain't gonna never get there. And then like with that, like you and if, if you, if y'all started off with everything, you know, like y'all expectations would be harder. So like the growth would be a little different. You know yeah, what I'm saying? No, so, definitely. Yeah. And even then you can start out with everything and still not know what you're doing. Yeah, like, yeah, so it's easier sure. to practice on like, you know, starter equipment yeah. than it is on like the big stuff. Yeah, sure. nah, nah, that's facts. Um, Who are your top, where, what's your top three movies of like all time? I'm dead. <laughs> I knew I knew I knew you was gonna ask this question. So you want it in order or just I mean whatever. Damn. So number one would have to be Gone Girl. I don't know if y'all have ever seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the train, right? No, Gone Girl oh. is with Ben Affleck. Yeah, she knows. She knows. <laughs> she knows. It's now you gotta go watch it. It's fire. It's on HBO oh, Max. I thought that was the one with the train. Mm -mm. Uh -huh. And I don't even want to tell you because the movie is incredible. Okay. Um, but I would say Gone Girl. My second one would have to be Don't Judge Me, The Notebook. The third one would probably have to be either Get Out or Juice. Okay. Yeah. Why did I think Gone Girl was the one with the train? Now I want to know. Now I got to go home and watch it because now I'm like, what am I thinking that I didn't yeah. see? There must be some other movie where the girl's like on a train or something. And like, I thought she's trying to get away from some guy or whatever. I don't know. Whatever. That don't, that don't matter. But she's trying to get away from a guy, but ain't no train involved. Oh, maybe I'm just remembering it wrong. Yeah. But I think I'm thinking of the same movie. I'm guessing I'm just remembering it yeah. wrong. <laughs> like, no, it's, it's fire though. For okay. Me. Yeah. And yeah, no, I definitely feel you about Juice and uh, Get Out for sure. They said uh, the new Air movie, the Michael Jordan movie, mm -hmm. has like 100% on Rotten Tomatoes too. So I'm looking wow. forward to seeing that when it come out this week. Wow. <laughs> like, I feel like that's going to be fire too. Yeah. Because, you know, the 100% on Rotten Tomatoes is super yeah. rare. Yeah. Um, so who's your, who's on your Mount Rushmore of like favorite artists? Artists in general or like music or? Yeah, music. Oof. Okay. So, and Mount Rushmore is just four, like there's yeah. four spots up there. So we got Usher, uh, we got Biggie, Yay, mm. Michael Jackson. See. I'm more of a Tupac fan, so like the thing uh, is a little, little hard to get I with. Can't but do a, I can't do the whole fake thug facade. I can't. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just because people did ballet doesn't mean they're not a, they're not a gangster. <laughs> I am That's dead. crazy. I am nah. Um, It's funny, though, because I feel like I'm glad you said yay because I feel or I'm glad you said Kanye because I feel like um, like a lot of times now by like all the craziness. His like geniusness, I feel like got like a little bit overshadowed. And yeah. so like he done fell off of people's like, you know, top fives or like Mount Rushmore's and stuff like that. But like, dude really a genius for I real. I mean, he, like, he said that he was going to do everything that he's doing now back in, in 03, you know yeah. what I'm saying? People was telling him he not gonna be nothing, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna lie, his his documentary kind of like sparked like a different like energy in me. Yeah. Like it was a good and a bad thing for me because it's like, damn, like, 
I think I'm I think it's time for me to be a little more outspoken, you know, with this gift. Um, but then it's also like, damn, like that's gonna piss some people off because just me believing in myself, people think I'm cocky. Nah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? It's like I wear what I do, you know what I'm saying? And people they find some weirdness in that, you know what I'm saying? So how you gonna get to where you're going if you don't believe it? Like, you know, like I gotta get I gotta get everybody else to believe it. And if I'm Man. not walking around in that, how they gonna believe in me? You know what I'm saying? Nah, definitely. I feel that. And I mean you yeah, you gotta have some sort of like blind faith yeah. and like cockiness in yourself. Yeah. Like, just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little no, bit. No, definitely. Um was there one movie that you saw that made you feel like, yo, I wanna make movies? Like um documentaries or short films, like Yes. I think dang. Low key, you got served. Make me one of the. It make me one of the. That's yeah, not dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's <laughs> the one that you was like, yeah, that's some heat right there. Like, yeah, because it's like everybody movie. was fascinated by like the dancing, which is cold, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But it's like the cinematography in that. Like, if you go back and watch, it's crazy. I'm gonna have to go back and it's watch that one because that wasn't in my, my top, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny though. But like people get inspiration from random things. Yeah. Like one of the things that I feel like made me want to like help people tell their story or like, you know, people on like the come up was, have you ever seen VH1's Behind the Music? Yeah. Like those yeah. used to be, and now I'm like, I watched one back the other day and I was like, this is actually kind of trash. But like <laughs> at the time though, it was like, yeah, no, you know, yeah, like yeah. top tier. Like yeah. it made me feel like, yo, I'm gonna make those when I get older. Yeah. Like, you know, like. No, nah, that's fire. Definitely. That's fire. Um, who was your biggest inspiration growing up and or was there anybody that you felt like kind of paved the way for you? And it doesn't um, have to be locally, it could be, you know, on like a wider scale of like So now that I'm older it's changed. Uh, but I gotta say Kanye. Yeah, I gotta say Kanye for <laughs> sure. Yeah. Man. I feel like Kanye's inspired and sparked like a lot of well kind like there's a few people like Kanye, you got the like the Kanye's, the Pharrell's, yeah. like and probably like the J. Cole's and the Drake's of like really sparked something different yeah. within like, you know, a lot of people. Okay. Man, thank you so much for like, yeah, for you sure. know, agreeing to do this and I think it was I think it was a good episode. No, yeah, thank you for having me, for sure. For sure. In the end zone, trying to make a way to put my friends on. Took two years to set a foundation we can build.